First Class Sailing. Take the helm. This is the series of regular podcasts for First Class Sailing. And joining me today is Julian Roberts. Julian, thank you very much indeed for joining us on today's podcast. Hi, Kerry. How are you? Yep, very well indeed. Thank you for asking. So, Julian, uh, are you uh, getting out and about at the moment with the weather being like it is? Uh, No, I haven't been out uh, since before Christmas. So you used First Class Sailing recently to further and improve your qualifications. If you wouldn't mind just giving a bit of background as to why you actually used First Class Sailing. Um, well, I've always been, well, I'd say I've always, for, for a long time, uh, I've been involved in boating. I used to be a commercial diver. I spent a lot of time working on boats. Um, my wife and I used to own a 32-foot sloop when we lived in New Zealand. Um, and increasingly, I found myself sitting behind a desk more and more and further and further away from the sea, which I miss. Uh, so I, I decided last year that I really needed to reacquaint myself with the uh, the ogin, as we used to call it in diving, um, <laughs> and I decided to go back into sailing. Clearly, you did a fair amount of research uh, before choosing first class sailing uh, to find out which course or company to utilise. What led you to using first class sailing? Um, well, I've. Um... I live in Hampshire, um, and I grew up in Hampshire, so I'm very familiar with the Solent. So that was an obvious choice to find somewhere that was on the Solent. Um, And, um, yeah, I came across them through a web search, and they were um, received very, very good reviews um, from their previous customers. Um, I've been out with them a couple of times now. Um, Certainly my first experience was very positive, uh, which is why I've gone back. Tell me more, if you wouldn't mind, uh, about the actual course itself, how it went from your perspective, uh, what challenges you came across, and, of course, how it worked in terms of the end result. So the Day Skipper course, uh, it was a five-day course. I did a a one-week five-day course, joined on the Sunday night and left on the Friday. Um, There were, I think, five of us on the boat with the instructor, um, James. Um, We were lucky. We had a very, very good week um, on the Solent. Um, And in that time, we managed to cover, um, I would say, the entire Solent um, from Chichester all the way around to the Needles um, and the various ports and harbours in between. Um, It was a very intensive course. Um, There were, I think, three day skippers and two competent crew. Um, so it was a good mix of personnel, um, and I think the thing that really struck me about the course was just the amount of hands-on time that each of us had with the boat. Uh, we just got so much experience, and I mean, personally, I gained so much um, confidence back on the boat. Um, it was it was just a really well-run. Um, course and it it just it was intensive for the whole for the whole you know five days it was kind of 24 hours on each day you mentioned there about the mix of crew how important is it do you think to have this kind of mix of crew on board a yacht uh, maybe the odd comp crew maybe a day skipper or even the occasional yacht master uh, all together on a on a yacht like that i think it i think it becomes more and more important um almost the, the the least experienced, I guess, benefit most from having that mix of experience, mm. um, because 
it's always good to to learn from multiple sources. Um, so, for example, you know, having spent many years diving, um, I'm I'm a good rigger. I know how to rig. I know how to tie knots uh, inside out, upside down, and with my eyes shut. Um, so, you know, I spent a lot of time with some of the competent crew doing knot work and stuff. And I think everyone, you know, people with different experience and different levels of competence bring different things to to the boat. Uh, and I think if you have that mix and you can draw on uh, that those different experiences and expertises, you come out with a lot more than if you just have one person coaching all the time. So you mentioned there about the experiences on, on board the yacht. Just from your perspective, Julian, was there anything right at the end of the course you thought, you know what, I've really got that nailed now, I've really got that cracked? I think in fairness, probably the answer is no. <laughs> um, I think what it did was it sought to consolidate um, a number of things that I've done in the past. I mean, I did my Yacht Master Theory many, many years ago. Um, and when we first got on the boat and they gave me a chart and said, here, you know, plot a passage, <laughs> I thought I'd know what to do. And I looked at the chart and thought, my God, I can't remember anything I've been taught. <laughs> um, so I think, you know, it, it consolidated a lot of my previous experiences. Um, the one thing that we did, which I had never done before, was navigating at night. Um, so I think mm. if I came away with anything in terms of a new skill, it would have been... Uh, night navigation and interpreting buoys and beacons at night um, so that that was a, a, a new and interesting experience and let's face it there's always going to be something isn't there that's going to trip us up trip us over yeah absolutely um, and you know I guess even if it's just a matter of forgetting where to put one of the warps as you're um, you know coming alongside uh, in a marina um, and someone else sort of notices that that you've put it um, rather than under the rail, you put it over the rail. It's not going to work that way. Um, so yeah. And how important is it that the boats are good quality and that the actual kit, if you like, is really up together? Yeah, I mean, I think it, it, it's it's not critical um, that it's an, a new boat. Um, it's obviously critical that it has all of the right features and that it's safe. Um, but I think the fact that the boats were comfortable and spacious um, added to the experience. Um, and certainly the boat that my wife and I used to own was a 32-foot boat, so it's not small, um, but it wasn't what I'd describe as spacious. It was a 1970s New Zealand design. Um, so, you know, it, it adds to it. Um, and also I think the fact that the boats have got separate cabins gives you a degree of privacy um, and... Um, I've been on two of their boats now and I'll be going on another one later in the year um, yeah I mean I, I think I think it is important but not critical clearly it's very very important to have a, a really good skipper on board leading the course uh, without embarrassing James too much uh, how did he work from your perspective how did it work uh, in terms of the leadership of the course oh I mean James is excellent James has obviously got um, a huge uh, amount of experience in sailing and in instructing. Uh, coming from an army background, you know, he's quite used to um, dealing with groups of men in particular. And if, as it turned out, our group was all men. Um, um, uh, he, 
and I think you know the fact that he has that body of experience and also is so familiar with the anchorages and, and marinas around the Solent. I mean, it was just so easy for him. I mean, he just exuded confidence, um, and you know that that experience really shines through uh, with somebody um, rather than just having you know a lot of instructors. Like I speak from experience in diving, you know they become instructors on paper. Yes, <laughs> they, they've yes, got yes. the ticket, um, <laughs> but that doesn't necessarily mean they've got the depth and the breadth of experience to impart that knowledge. Um, but you know, James certainly did. So you came back into Shamrock Key at the end of your week, uh, feeling pretty satisfied, feeling pretty much you'd uh, done everything you wanted to do, and it all went okay. Oh yeah, when I came off with a huge smile on my face, I don't, I don't think I stopped smiling all weekend. Um, no, I mean, it was fantastic. It, it was better than I was expecting it to be, to be honest, it really was. It was a fantastic week. We were lucky with the weather, we were lucky with the group, we were lucky with the instructor, so it all came to And you talk about getting on with people, that bonding's really important and clearly happens on the boat. Uh, what about off the boat? Did that continue? Yeah, I suppose so. I mean, I haven't had that much experience of um, boating with groups of people. Um, I've either been in the capacity of being an instructor or, uh, as I say, uh, my wife and I say, um, so sort of sailing with a bigger group is actually quite a new thing to me. So it certainly sounds like you had a great week, Julian. Uh, looking forward now, how, how do your sailing plans look like they're shaping up? What's next for you? The the next thing, um, so so I did a, a I did a short weekend course last year um, in, uh, in October, and that was supposed to have been a uh, channel hop. Um, it turned out to be the weekend that we got hit by seventy uh, mile an hour winds in the Solent. Ah, the the, the channel uh, so didn't, didn't happen. We didn't make it, but we did get out all weekend, and um, we did um, end up going out to the Nav Tower in thirty five knots of wind and three meter seas. Strong. Which was an interesting experience. Um, the next challenge, and I would say it is going to be a challenge, um, my wife and I and two friends are taking one of the legs on the uh, 50-foot, 55-foot um, yacht that they have going up to Norway. Okay. And we are doing the leg right. from Tromsø to the Svalbard Archipelago, which is a 10-day cruise with a three-day open water crossing. Wow. Um, and that is going to be, I mean, I'm just looking forward to it. Svalbard is somewhere I've always wanted to go. Um, so to be able to go up there and sail up there with friends um, and with professional crew and skipper will be fantastic. Um, after that, I'm hoping to do some more mile building and then I'll do my um, coastal skipper course. I take it with first class sailing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, the other thing I need to do is I need to do my um, Yachtmaster Theory again. It's interesting because um, before I went on the Day Skipper course, I opened up some of my old Yachtmaster Theory books and was reading about deck and navigators. And, and probably half your listeners will wonder what God's name a deck and navigator is. <laughs> hey, true. <laughs> but, so, so, you know, it was quite a long time ago that I did this and, and I need to do an update. Um, so, yeah, I'll be doing my Yachtmaster Theory as well. So, final question for today's podcast then, Julian, is uh, on the basis that you would recommend First Class Sailing, why would you do so uh, and uh, what would your uh, comments be to someone interested in taking perhaps comp crew, day skipper or, or yacht master? 
Um, well, first of all, I mean, I think that, you know, the boats are extremely good quality. They're well looked after. Uh, they're well maintained. Um, second thing is that the, the two instructors that I've experienced so far have both been fantastic. Um, it's one of these things, you know, used to say that if you can dive in the UK, you can dive anywhere. I would say if you can sail in the Solent, you can probably sail anywhere. Um, the Solent is a fantastic um, playground for yachting. It's also a really good proving ground because it has, there's so much activity, there's so much going on there that you learn so quickly about things like rules of the road. There's a, you know, a huge amount in terms of um, navigation aids and, and learning about aids to navigation. Um, it does have its own peculiar title. Um, issues uh, and also it has its own peculiar weather issues so you know it's a brilliant proving ground um, and you, you just can get exposed to so many many different um, situations sailing around the Solent that uh, I would I'd, I'd certainly recommend that as a place to do it. Thank you very much indeed, Julian, once again for joining us for today's podcast from First Class Sailing. I hope it wasn't too onerous. No, 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 you're very well. As I say, thank you once again and uh, all the very best for your further sailing progress and enjoyment. Thanks a lot, Kerry. That's it then from today's podcast. Uh, join us for more very soon as I get out and about meeting the people that have been uh, involved, those that run and those that take part in the many courses that First Class Sailing have to offer. Business On Board with Kerry Herford-Jones.